Welcome to Table Manners Podcast. Table Manners. Create your own lane with your host, Emmett Combs and Tremaine Wright. Us against the world, let's get it. As they share conversations about real estate. Invest in things that you understand. Life. I had to believe in myself like never before. Passion. Make something you 100% love. And career with influential people in our community. This is Table Manners Podcast. So, welcome, Trap. Thank back you for having me, Emmett. Thank you for having me, man. It's Table a, Manners with Cones Premier. It's a, it's a privilege to be here, I feel like. You know what I mean? Thank you, boss. Thank you. We're glad to have you, man. So, how is life in Trap World with Black Ink? Life is busy, like crazy busy right now. There's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of moves being made on our end as far as a brand, business. <laughs> and we just trying to, we trying to utilize everything we got. To, okay. You know, take it to a new level, man. Like, so with all the social media platforms out here, and mm-hmm. you guys have a big following, and of course you're a national brand, right? Um, like, what is the biggest misconception when you walk into a meeting room? Like, what is the expectation? Just keeping it real, bro. Like, that you're just a dumb black tattoo artist. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people just you know, like, hey, man, just get the the dumb guy at the corner when we need a tattoo, and we'll put him back when we're done with him. Now we got a lot more going on than that, bro. Mm. You know, uh, like I say, currently we we working on we working in the political arena as far as putting politicians in place. Like, um, you know, the social media runs just about everything. Now, if you want to get a group of people mm-hmm. or a mass amount of people's attention, you know, it used to be TV or radio. No, you got to get in their pocket, bro. You got to get social in their pocket. Media. You got to be on their phone. Mm-hmm. Nothing more that you look at in a day more than that phone. You right. Tell the truth. Right. I don't. I don't me, watch TV. Me too. I don't That's watch true. TV. I, like I, I get the updates for sports on my phone. I get my emails on my phone. You know. Like, yeah. And I, I know. I know. I sound smart, but it's really other really smart people that actually work for Black Ink that told me this stuff, and it's like, yeah. Like, yeah. That's how. It, that's how it's going. I'm like, yeah, yeah. We're in your pocket. Right. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Stay in but no, it's the truth, man. Like, you have to. You got to get in the person, but especially the millennials. Yeah. They not. I mean, I can, they watch a little TV. The TV they do watch is streaming. So True. yeah, they're on the tablet or on the phone. Right, it's on the tablet or on the phone. You gotta get in the pocket. Cool thing about it is Black Ink realized. You know, the the heads of Black Ink. We realized this five years ago. Like, we want to have more tattoo customers. If we trying to do a clothing line, if we we reach people through their phone. Mm. <laughs> so let me ask you this: I know that you guys are nationally known for the tattoos. Yes. Um, and I know apart from the whole show, is there another misconception with the whole Black Ink brand? Because I know you guys are out there on a large on a large scale, but I also know that every Black Ink brand mm-hmm. is not the same. You know, a big misconception, like I say, like the whole tattoo thing. The tattoo, I can't just put it as far as Black Ink. But the tattoo industry has a misconception, you know, and okay. then, you know, a lot of, you know, mostly we're mostly comprised of black artists. There's a big misconception about black artists. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So the truth is, dude, we got some of the best body artists on this planet working within Black Ink, man. And yeah, and they black, a lot of them, you know. So is it hard to find good talent? Yes. Uh, uh, and the same thing, we're talking about being in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Like... We scour a lot of Instagram profiles, Facebook mm. profiles. Man, we all, I mean, it makes it easier, but it's more difficult at the same time. So it's not just, 
you know, going out, hearing about it. No, we want to see it, and we go out and look for it. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a day-for-day thing. We're always scouting for talent. What's your process on that? Process. It's not really a process. I mean, we'll, we'll throw out sometimes, like, uh, now hiring and, you know, take resumes the traditional way. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's just like, you know, uh, I think recently we found a guy in London, like, really unheard of, didn't even have a big following. Mm-hmm. You know, he might have had two or 3,000 followers on Instagram. Fire. Like, <laughs> uh, out of London. Talent out of London, like, a small part of London, Essex. And um, now we got to get him here. Like, right. <laughs> we got a platform for you. You got a big future ahead of you, bro. Like, nice. So it's not all about just like who got the biggest following, who right. got the biggest disc. No, we're really looking for talent. Mm. I like that. I like that. So, um, aside from the whole tattoo and the, and the whole brand, like, what's the business behind it? Do do you guys like? How did we even get to the Black Ink brand before Black Ink? What was trapped? What was trapped? Um, Pretty much just a tattoo artist. Honestly, I never came into this thinking like I would be a business owner. I would influence other, you know, other avenues of anything. I mm-hmm. really, I I started out um, working downtown Orlando. Mm-hmm. That's why I apprenticed that back in the late 90s. Um, ended up moving over to International Drive, working for a mm-hmm. few shops over there. And finally, I got tired of working for people. And I was like, you know what? I just want a quiet corner where I can just go do my art on my customers and go home. Well, I ended up going into, actually, J-Mart up here, the little indoor flea market thing. And I rented this little $500 space. That's what I was going to do. It's just me, my space. I don't want to be bothered. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And two days in, I had enough people sitting around in that little corner with me, and I couldn't tattoo them all. So that's it kind of morphed from there. That was the beginning. It's like, you know, I had, and actually it took somebody to come to me like, I'm tattooing. It's like, dude, do you know you got like 10 people sitting on the couch in the front? And they all want tattoos and you ain't got enough time to do it. It's like, oh yeah, what am I doing? And I looked at him and at the time, this cat, he was a manager at Walmart, right? And he had been there for a while. It's like, you know what? Quit your job. I'm going to teach you how to tattoo. He's doing great right now. Uh, (laughs) Wow. That was back in uh, 2006. And he's so, still tattooed. So before a tattoo, were you, yeah. were you like an artist? You should just, is that, um, was that the craft before the tattoos? Yeah, kind of. It was a fun thing to sit around and draw pictures. Finally, uh, we ran into this tattoo shop owner downtown, same my first shop. But when I was a teenager, we used to draw pictures that, you know, the same flash picture that you see hanging in the front that people mm-hmm. chew. Mm-hmm. We used to draw them just for fun. Like, the, mm-hmm. yeah, take them. Wow. We'd like to see them on somebody. Like, All right. Really wasn't for money or nothing. Yeah, it's just fine. Like, so that's kind. Of, that's kind of how it started, man. And okay. it's just been on and popping since then. So what? How, how do how do trap like Wusa? How do you get away from the business and, and just you know oh, get into on. your own serenity? Really, really? Did he really ask that? How do you? Yeah. Do it? How do you do it, Emmett? You know, I have a different type of process. You know, mine starts no, in the no, morning. You got a different kind of process, man. You up all night, just like any other business owner. You up all night. You thinking? Uh, it's a lot of late nights and early mornings. Tell the truth. You don't even okay. get no sleep sometimes. Come on. I mean, it's true enough. So my day starts at four o'clock in the morning. So I wake up. My wusa hour. My wusa hours are the time before my phone start ringing. So from four to seven o'clock, eight o'clock. Those are my Wusa hours. So I have like four hours. And according to Instagram, you like run around <laughs> with tight shirts on and shorts, <laughs> run around the neighborhood. 
as far as what I saw. Hey, but, but, but yeah, yeah, but that's my Wusa hours. Yeah. You know, first I get up, I meditate, I do all well, my homework. I'll be whole... honest with you, I'm not as athletic as you. I'm, I'm pretty lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, so, I ain't running. No so way. exactly. So in your process, my process is right. running, meditation, reading. That's my process. So doing your process, how do you get away? Because I know you, I know you have a boat, and I know you like to fish. That's so how do you have time for that? I don't. I have to like really force myself. You have to just hook that boat up to the truck and and turn the phone off. Honestly, mm. there's not enough hours in a day. You know that, and that's pretty much my loose. I've been fishing all my life. You know. Uh, that's the only thing that I have that gets me away. And sometimes that don't even get me away. Dude, I was fishing in Tampa Bay. I had a boat pull up to me in Tampa Bay to ask me about tattoos. Wow. Wow. That's the life of black people. <laughs> yeah. Can't get away from it. Nah. I posted the boat, what, about a week ago, two weeks ago? Yeah. Boat pull up next to me. I said, I noticed the boat. Um, I wanted to ask you something, bro. I said, wow. no, this ain't uh, happening uh, in the middle of Tampa Bay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> It happened. You like you like freshwater or saltwater? I mostly like saltwater. Salt I do freshwater yeah. sometimes with kids. It's safer sometimes. Right, yeah. <laughs> Especially right now. Yeah. Gators. You know what? But no, no, no. The sea conditions sometimes don't, you know. Yeah. Um, sea get up four to six feet. No, I'm not taking my kids in that. You know, mm-hmm. just off safety. Mm-hmm. So then you retreat to the lakes and the river. You know. Yeah. So what would you tell somebody who's wanting to get into business and, uh, you know, they're tired of working for somebody else, just wanting to start off their own business? What would you tell them? How did you really, like, launch that? I you? hope you love whatever it is you do. Okay. Because it's going to consume you. Okay. And like I, like I just told you, like, I never planned on being in business. You know, people come to me all the time like, man, I know you had to do some excellent planning and stuff. But I never planned on none of this. It mm. was, honestly, I showed up every day. Mm-hmm. Showing up every day. I never planned uh-huh. for a TV show. I never planned to nothing. I never planned for people to work for me. Yeah. Or none of that. Like, no, nah, I just showed up every day and this is what it turned into and you roll with the punches. So I guess the a, a good thing to say is adapting. You gotta be okay. able to adapt on the fly. And I hundred percent agree with that. Mm-hmm. And then how do you how do you balance like your your work life with your family? Is your wife involved with with Black Ink? And- She's very much involved. She does. She play a big role behind the scenes with uh, the websites, uh, mm-hmm. web development, um, a lot of the social media stuff. She even does she as does. far as the flyer creations and different promotions that we do. Mm-hmm. She's a big part of it. So you asking me to balance? Like, <laughs> I don't know how much balance is that because my work definitely comes home with me. Wow. You know what I mean? So, like I say. You know, to, to keep it real with you, I ain't took a vacation, I know, in probably about 10 years. Oh, wow. So, Everywhere you see me traveling, I'm working. It's for work. It's for work. It's like, so people look at that, and they look at it like, wow, you get to go to all these cool places. Bro, I can't tell you nothing about these places. I got off a plane. I went into a convention hall. I stayed at a hotel probably wow. close to there, and I was back to the airport. I know nothing about these places. Wow. Mm. So let me ask you this, because I know you guys, you mentioned the convention. Do you guys actually train people? To learn how to do tattoos? Yes, or you just do. look for talent? I think already. every one of our shops has what's called an apprentice, you know? Mm. And these are people. I know uh, the last one in Atlanta, like, he just really took off. He apprenticed like a two years, year and a half, two years. Mm. And now he's at a level where he's actually working in the shop and tattooing professionally. And the man just took off, skyrocketed. He's a very talented artist. So, what's the qualifications for an apprentice? <laughs> qualifications? Talent, artistic talent. Okay. Creativity. 
And that's what we look for. You know, it's especially, it's just like, I don't know, I guess in the real estate business, like, you you know what you, you know the core stuff you was looking for that, that was in you mm-hmm. when you look for someone else. So other creators, we got a this whole brand is full of creative people. Mm-hmm. So we it's something we look for in the next person. Like, ah, uh, yeah, they might have a shot. And then it's a million people that come. It's like, yeah, I'm creative. No, you're not. You still picking up me? Are you still doing? Yes, I try to do it as much as possible. It don't happen that much these days, but as much as possible. I love tattooing. I love tattooing. Now, my partner, you know, not so much, but. Oh, man. <laughs> it is crazy. <laughs> the craziest thing in it is that he really, like, five or six years ago, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. All this stuff that you see happening was right. spoken about. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know what, man? I don't want to tattoo that much no more. I'm like, really? I love to tattoo. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get business to a to a level where I ain't gotta tattoo that much. I was like, you do that. I'm gonna still tattoo. But now it's like he pulling me out of it because he's giving, he, you know, he he want me to be here. He want yeah, me to be there. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's more like, I guess it's almost like babysitting. Like take care, make sure these tattoo artists do this and do this and do that. So you gonna try to make me like you, huh? You don't want me tattooing either. And that's yeah. pretty much what it's turning into. But as far as do I do it? Yeah, two or three times a week, I'm gonna pick it up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that done. Like, I guess that answers another question. That's my woosaw moment. Mm. Actually, that's doing actually getting to sit, not tattoo business, not none of this black ink stuff. Actually sitting down with a client mm-hmm. and getting to actually put needle to skin and create something. Mm. That's my woosaw moment. <laughs> Nice. So let me ask you this. What's the worst tattoo that somebody came in your shop, like, can you fix this? And you was like, what the? Yeah. <laughs> we get a number of those, man, and it's challenging, being that most of my awards over the last decade have been for cover-ups. So I get wow. a lot of people that bring some wild stuff. And um, at sometimes you get certain people, you just have to tell them, you know, they have this technology called laser tattoo removal. Like, <laughs> you gotta, and you know what I'm saying? Like, you you might them, like let me get your pamphlet. You know what I'm saying? But um, I've seen some of the it's, it's crazy stuff, man. People get some wild stuff tattooed on them, man. I, I can only imagine. I mean, I've seen my share. Uh, uh, it's some yeah. wild stuff. And they usually, the worst of the worst usually has to do with names. Mm. Past lovers and stuff, and you know, um, possessive names of body parts. Oh. You know, like this is Mike's, you know what? Oh man. You know, <laughs> like you really, oh, 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 I guess it ain't his no more, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they have a couple people named that is Mike, like, Jim, Joe, yeah. Tommy. I've seen that. I, 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 just, I, can't, I, I, I can't mention her name because actually, really, she's a really cool girl, but. This person, she has like over 40 names of guys tattooed on her body. And she oh, never gets man. them covered up. She just like, keeps adding. Oh, man. Beautiful woman. Beautiful woman, too. She got about 40 names. And I, I've been knowing her for the past 15 years. She just keeps adding. Do you think it's, uh, it's addictive with the tattoos? The thing about tattooing, man, is therapeutic. So I guess if you're going to take that therapeutic part and call it addictive, mm-hmm. you know, and it, and it depends on your artist, too, man. Like, sitting there going through that, uh, first of all, it hurt. Mm. But what I say hurt might not hurt you. That's why you mm. see people with different 
Well, because what I experience is you have some tattoo artists, they got heavy hands. Yes. Some tattoo artists, you know, right. they're good. And it, it doesn't hurt as bad. So, But then you got a certain client that's coming in looking for that hurt. Oh, man. Listen, <laughs> mental health is a real thing out here, bro. Mm. And I can't call it, you know, you can't call that person crazy because they're looking for pain. Right. Mm. Um, you have certain women that come in and get it and they, they orgasm during the process. Oh, man. Oh, nah, man. So it's yeah. a it's a mental <laughs> thing for everybody, bro. It's a mental <laughs> thing. It's, everybody gets something different from it, but the best way to put it is therapeutic. Mm. So you know your relationship you build with your tattoo artist is very important. It's almost like your doctor, almost. You know, you, oh, you come back and you get you have that session, and I mean, some of the most positive stories I hear from it is that like. Getting a tattoo, it kind of helps you through a certain point in life or mm-hmm. a certain situation you're going through. This is what we do. Got you. Now, I, I've seen some of the the photos and from some of the parties. Oh, black ink parties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we party. We work I know. hard. We play hard. Damn it, you know. Um, I know some of these parties are a bit extreme too. We work hard, we play hard. <laughs> I mean, like I said, you know, just like we were talking about the tattoo, what you call extreme might not be extreme to us. You know? I got you. So but, it's a but, but, but you yeah. will have a good time at a black ink boy. Got you. Got Every you. time. Send me an invite. You sure you're ready for this? Look, okay. What may be extreme for you may not be extreme for me. Right. See, see, another thing. See, see, he over there quiet, right? He got okay. he, he one like, hey, hey, hey. he be the one. Hey, Come up hey, here, like, y'all ain't talking about that. So you don't know me. Hey, look, that's what's up. So let me ask you this What business or person expires trap the most? Is there any business out there that you look at and be like, you know what? That business right there, like they've set the standards, you know. So if I we've ever wanted to duplicate a business, this the model that we would want to duplicate. Or, you know, is it a, a business that you could take a little of this from, a little of that from, a little of that I from? Do, and and that's like, that's probably the better way to put it. it there is no other business I would duplicate. Okay. But um, I look into other businesses. A lot of them inspire me. I and I guess it's more admiration mm-hmm. looking at all the businesses your business is one that really like mm. really I admire like the way you go about doing things now can I become yeah. a, will I open a real estate but no I, I, I couldn't do that I couldn't do what y'all do that's why I'm more I, that's why I respect what y'all do so much right. you know what I'm saying um, Ikea Okay. I love what they do. If you really look at the unbrokenness mm. of what, you know, most of these national brands I look at, and, you know, you see how they market, you see, you know, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to sit down and look. You know, I, I read the Wall Street journals. I read Forbes. I read, you know yes. what I mean? And I don't care if you have to bring that back to a five-man tattoo shop. It doesn't matter how you apply it. Absolutely. But, you you know, look, watching other people in other industries, you know, you see certain stuff and you admire it. You know, and, and, and I ask that question because I have those, I have, you know, businesses that I admire outside of the real estate industry. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of those concepts that I do bring back into the real estate world. Right. And it sort of keeps you. Uh, and it, on, might, it might not have nothing to do with real estate, right? It has nothing to do with those real estate. Those are the best ideas, man. But it's the concept behind the, the, yeah. the ideas right. that keeps you, like, on the front edge of your actual industry. And it right. keeps you from being in competition with 
you know, another similar business. Yes, it, it definitely sets you apart. So, and I know that being that, like, there's so many tattoo shops out here. Right. I just know that there had to be some business that Black Ink saw. It doesn't have to be in the tattoo I'll be industry. With, I'll be honest with you, Evan. Over 10 years ago, mm-hmm. it, it, it can happen as simple as this. I went uh, to a doctor's appointment, a routine doctor's appointment, and I went on, on his website, and he had an online booking platform. I was like, <sighs> yeah. It's just a simple concept. A simple concept. So my wife set me up with, before Black Ink, mm-hmm. an online booking platform that went nuts. You know, this was back when I, I was, it was called a Trap House Tattoo Company. And, like, she set up this website, and we found out how to set up this online book. And nobody had done it in the tattoo industry. Mm. It was like, and it sounds simple. Like, now you see it everywhere. But, yeah, no, nobody had done it 10 years ago. Mm. It was cutting edge. So it's it's those little things like that you see in other people's business. Um, you know, um, with you, I saw... Um, Dude, you sell a house and stay involved with your clients. Yeah. You know, um, I sent you a client, and you threw a whole house, a housewarming. Oh, like, <laughs> I have never heard of a yeah. realtor. Like, I think you said, most realtors, after they sell that house, you done. Like, you out of there. You get your check and run almost from yeah. the ones I've seen. And, nah, you stay involved. Like, But you know, cool. you, you know so why I, I do things like that, though? Mm-hmm. Because I understand, like, my strengths and my weaknesses. Right. One of my weaknesses, and and uh, I still have to work on it. Mm-hmm. I have a very, very, very bad habit of not following up, mm-hmm. and because I know that, I try That's to make my presence. For yes, it. right, right. I try right. to make my presence felt on a level that it speaks volume beyond to where I don't have to follow up. They will follow up with me to right. see what type of progress and what things I'm doing well, in other areas. So that's the whole concept well, behind see, you me. inspired somebody from that because now we offer, you know, it, we, we go through our email mailing list. We get back in touch with customers. We invite them to them crazy parties oh, that you follow one of He's like, well, look, how do I get you on know, that invite oh, list? Man, it's just not all about you coming to get a tattoo and just never hearing from us again. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. most likely you're going to hear from Black Ink again. Gotcha. You know, on some on some level, you know, we do pop-up shops. We partner with other businesses to do stuff. So... Some kind of way, we got something you're interested in. Yeah, you know, yes. if you want to buy a house, you can come see Cones Premier Realty Group. You know, we we, we good with them. You know, absolutely. You know, I love the pop up shops though. I, I love that concept. Yes, I man, love that I, concept. Um, it's about time for us to do another one, but you know, the whole concept. You know, like we got bakers in there. We had um, decorators and. Mm. And it's crazy how these businesses, and a lot of people don't even realize how much their businesses cross over and intertwine. Yes. Like, you decorating now. That's the caterer right there. Like, mm-hmm. they hook up, they exchange numbers now. And then about a year later, maybe sometime sooner, you see them doing big things together. I love to see that. Yes. Yes. And, and you know, it, it's that's, that statement for is all the businesses cross cross paths, and they do. And That's even in, right. in our world, in the real estate world, I feel that, you know, of course, we you know we just had a a, a nice event this past weekend, right? Beautiful. But I, I feel that in in real estate, even in any industry, for instance, I do a very bad job of again of following up. So therefore, when I do throw events or when I do have things, I want it to be 
you know, over exaggerated. So therefore, you remember me, or you're looking for the next event. Right, right, so right, you right. know, and, and that's the whole purpose of the different things, but also to show the appreciation. But I feel that in business, you know, we are general networkers, and because as you establish. Yeah, as you establish the relationships, right? Let's right. say if you're a business owner, you've been in business for five years, and if you can't throw an event and have at least a minimum amount of people to show up to right, your event right, to right. support you, then you're doing a bad job in business. business. You got to you know be what like, I mean? come on. And so that, that that's the whole point of that, and I feel that like anybody in business, you have a successful business, should be able to throw a, a successful event where people right. will show up and support what you're doing because you're an advocate or you're doing the things you're supposed to do just in your regular good area. business, man, and, you know, just handling people. And that goes back to something I just said. You got to love what, what you, you do. do. Yeah. Yep. You got to love what you do. Like, if you if you just really just, you know, you hear people all saying all the time, oh, yeah, I'm just showing up to work. If you just showing up to work, bro, it, it ain't going to last yeah. long for you. Last you know what I mean? Like, yeah. nah, you got to really love what you do. Yeah. You know? So, and so how, how long has it been in the tattoo industry? For me, uh, this would make 20 years. 20 years. Got to love what got you do. Got to. Bro, it's just showing up every day. Yeah. It don't even seem, I mean, honestly, it don't yeah. seem like 20 years. It's just showing up every day. Where's Black Ink in, in 10 years? What do you see? Black Ink in 10 years will be a lot, in a lot more places than you think. Like I said, we're playing in a political arena right now. Mm. Like, uh, my normal partner, he wants to actually dabble in politics. Mm. Oh, wow. Yes, right? <laughs> but you want to know something. It's cool. We were talking about this earlier today, and he probably would be a good one because what people see on TV is not really him. It's not really him. Yep. He's actually a really cool dude. He's a good brother. He he likes to... He, he kind of gets this pride off of helping other people out. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to take him or put you here. I'm going to watch you thrive. And he do it all over the country. And, P, and, and you know, like most people who do that kind of stuff, they want... They want to get all this clout. They want all this attention. Right. Like, look at what I did. Mm -hmm. You never hear him say nothing. Mm. You never hear him, you know, boasting on himself. Like, look what I did for such and such. Yeah. He do a lot of it. And biggest thing about him, I know a lot of people don't know, he's probably the hardest working person that I know. Mm. It is very hard. People look at the glitz and the glamour of it. It's hard to wake up every morning, be in a new city, even doing interviews. He might do 10 or 15 of these a day. You know what I'm saying? That's work, bro. It's tough. That's work. Yeah, that's, that's work. work. Yeah. It really is. And, you know, um, then film, then do all of this other stuff, then take care of the shop business. And the man is the hardest working man I know. Sometimes I bump into him in cities we cross paths, and I'm looking, I look at the bags up under his eyes, and I already know what he's going through. Yeah, no sleep. And Straight hustle. Nobody else does. Oh, no, Caesar, Caesar, Caesar. Mm -hmm. No. You don't realize them bags, and he keeping on these shades inside of buildings <laughs> to hide these bags. Yeah, this man yeah. working his ass off, bro. Like he, mm. that's that's probably the biggest thing I admire about my partner, man. Mm. Harder worker than me. You got sounds, that. Sounds, <laughs> like, sounds like somebody I know. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Most successful people Look, are like yeah, that, man. Yeah, I, mean, I don't I mean, see your bags, but you know, maybe you mask it well. I don't no, know. <laughs> you know, um, I've been doing it for a while, but I think in business, like you say, you gotta love what you do. Right. You know, it, it's like you gotta have a passion with a purpose. You know, because it, it, if uh, your alarm clock got to wake you up in the morning, it's not for you. Nope. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Nope. Mm -hmm. it, it, it just, <laughs> it's an entrepreneur. You know what I mean? Once you leave that corporate that corporate veil and there's no nine to five, there's no eight to eight to four, right. you know, like 
you got to wake up with a passion and a purpose. You know, other other than that, you you're planning to fail because you're That's not going to be able That's to sustain true. at the level that other people who have that passion are going to be can't at. Them. You, you they, can't. He, yeah, it's no way. Like, and like I said, even within Black Ink, you know, some of the some of the employees and stuff, you know, it's a, oh, I get off at such and such time. Yeah, I get it. But you know, the people that probably your supervisors that's over you. Mm-hmm. Ain't got no clock. Ain't no clock. Yeah. Ain't no clock. This is what we do. So I, on another note, yes, like sir. I know that Black Ink got it. You know, everybody on the pedestal, right? So Black Ink on the pedestal. Everybody. Well, I, I mean, not everybody. But you know, Black Ink itself, the brand is on the pedestal. Trap. When it comes to family and your personal life, mm-hmm. and outside of your wife. Mm-hmm. What do you have to do in order to protect your sanity when it comes to people with, within your circle <laughs> reaching out for trap with those expectations? Oh, God. Uh, what do I do to protect you? <laughs> <laughs> as harsh as it is to say, you just totally have to cut people off. Mm. Cut people's access off to you, man. And um, probably the hardest thing for me sometimes, that's family. Ooh, I, I, it's a hard thing. It like, is. It you is. know, because how I personally feel about you, I love my, you know, I'm, I'm one of, I love my family, but um, it's always something. Right. It's always something, and if you let that consume you, it takes you away mm-hmm. from what you love to do, right. and yep. you know the way you feed your family. And I'm learning. I, I'll be honest with you, I, I, I've learned that the hard way. Mm. You know, through 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 the fire, really, like because. Family will take you up through that, man. Yeah, they'll take you up through that. You family, know. all I feel like family always feel that that your pocket doesn't have a bottom to it. You and know? they're entitled to it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And um, no, nah, that's not the case. You know, like and, and like I said, I went through it the hard way. I had to, you know, it took for people to come to me and me to, more importantly, me to convince myself that, mm-hmm. no, nah, I don't have to do this. You know, I ain't got to eat this black tax. You know, yeah. I know what I'm talking about. I ain't got to eat this. This ain't the way it really supposed to go. Like, nah, you done well for yourself. What I owe to is my is my family, like the ones I created, and this that's who I owe to. If it, you know, it, it gets frustrating at times, man. But the yeah. key to it, you have to cut them off. You got to learn learning how to say no. I'm still, you know, I'm almost forty years old, and I'm still learning to say, say no. no. Ooh, I think I learned to say no first. Uh. Well, close to you, man, because that's a hard thing. I think I learned to say no first. No, man, you know? saying no, and I like to take the Scrooge concept. I'd rather you, <laughs> I'd rather you not like me up front because you think like I ain't finna come off nothing. Right. And then in the end, once I see your true character, then I could do things for you beyond what you ex- what your expectations of me. Yeah, I'm still learning. You know, that's it's still something that I'm learning and. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you can really help people out, you know what I mean? And you can see the help. Then other times you think you're helping and you, you're hindering, you're enabling. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, right. And um, yeah. that's probably the biggest hurt for me when mm-hmm. you actually see that, like, no, I did nothing. I wasted my time. Right. <laughs> you uh, know, and yeah. it, gets, it gets tricky. Yeah, I, I know it's tough because you want to give people the benefit of the doubt. It's like, and that's naturally yeah. me. I always want to give people the benefit of the doubt. And, it, you know, yeah. It, I'm gonna be honest. Most of the time, it don't turn out right. Nah, most of the nah, time, nah. In nah, all the times where I tried to get people to benefit of that, and then turn out the way I planned. You know, either. just to expound upon that, you know, people are creative. Mm. But then I see, I'm, I'm telling you, like the human race, man, they are a creative, 
So I see it coming through my kids, like, you know, hey, won't you tell your daddy that blah, blah, blah. Oh, uh, man, they not using the kids on you. <laughs> Dude, I go to my kids' school, the teachers and the administrators. I even got uh, a principal that's, like, really. <laughs> man. And, you know, so, even through my wife, you know, it, so it happens. Wow. It, it, it's on that note, mm -hmm. how do you separate or how do you, like, find the genuine people that's like, okay, I kick it with them. That doesn't have another uh, motive. Motive. You know what I mean? Honestly, I'll find them. So you, you know find what I mean? Them, I, they don't I, find I rarely, you. I rarely deal with people that come to me yeah. in a certain kind of way because I'm already skeptical when you come to me. But the ones I find, if I like see something that I like about this or the way they're doing this or way they're doing that, I'll approach it. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and play it from now. But people who come, it's like I always tell my old lady, she like to buy stuff. You know these door-to-door -door salesmen, they bring around Absolutely. vacuum cleaners right, and yeah. clean them. <laughs> Don't buy nothing at the door. Straight up. <laughs> if you already had a need for it, why do you need to buy it at the door? You'd have been right. out looking for right. it, right? So I take that concept and now I deal with people. If it's something that I'm looking for, I'll come to you about it. Mm. Okay. And being that you're from Orlando, right? Yes, I'm born and raised from here. Being that you're from Orlando, you don't get a lot of people from like school coming to you like every day. Hey, what up, trap? Every day. My, my block game's strong, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> this block game is strong. And it's like, it got to be that. Like, yeah, every day. This block game's strong. Because I, I know in Atlanta, it's a different story for me. It's the same thing. You right. Know, like, so I like the separation. Being in Orlando. Right, being in a different city. Yeah, being crazy. in I've had a different city. many chances to go to different cities and do anything. But the, the thing is, I like it here. I love living here. Gotcha. I'm not moving away because people are trying to big and borrow and do all this stuff. And No, I'm a, I just got to cut you off and live mm -hmm. my life. So gotcha. what's that? Hey, strong block game. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Block game got to so, be on point, man. On the on the the financial tip, what is the worst financial investment you made in business? Because <laughs> I know we I all make, have. I make, I make a lot of them. I mean, you know, everything a person see that they think is a win, man. It's probably ten losses behind that win. Mm. What what was it like? The one you was like, man, I would never do that again. That was just uh, probably. I mean, that I can think of off the top of my head, uh, Black Ink. We invested into this. Product called Bite Guard. Bite Guard. You know, people when they get getting tattooed, they usually like the little stress ball squeezing. Oh, but they made yeah. one that actually go in your mouth that you could bite down on, mm. and that was just horrible. Like, mm. Probably twenty thousand dollars down the drain, wow. honestly, in this product. Oh man! But it's been all those. Like I say, forever. <laughs> Bite Guard. Bite Guard. Yeah. Wow. Stop by the shop. I give you one. <laughs> <laughs> Give you one. Oh, yeah, I got plenty of them. That's probably the worst investment recently, I think. And what what has been the the most productive investment? And it doesn't have to be directly with Black Ink, but what if you have to say, man, off the time or money invested in this particular idea or in this content or in whatever, mm -hmm. we got the best or the greatest return? Hmm. It's hard to say. Um, that's, that's, a, that's a hard one to answer because, I mean, you got to think, I'm in the tattoo industry, so there's nothing really outside of your physical location, and mm -hmm. it's nothing you're really investing a lot of money in, I guess. That's so, hard to say. 
I know you guys are opening up a spot off International Drive. Yes. Do you feel that where you are now, opposed to where International Drive is, you think that's going to be a, a great repositioning for the brand? I, mean, I wouldn't call it great. It's just another step in the process, bro. I wouldn't call it great. <laughs> so are, are you closing down? Are you going to relocate or are you open up a second shop? No, it's just a second shop. Okay. That's all. <laughs> okay. Also, you know, that's going on at the same time Philadelphia. Philadelphia's coming along, so okay. Um, we also looking into moving out west, you know, mm-hmm. which in, that's a whole other process. But just a, another step in the process, you know. Just keep walking along gotcha. and we'll see what happens. And so, like I say from the start, I never planned on none of this, and even my partner, he never planned on. So we just keep right. moving along. And like I said, we're gonna take some L's along the way, but gotcha. you learn to deal with them. You get up and keep, keep moving. moving. Got to. Yeah. Got to. Okay. Well, man, um, definitely appreciate you stopping by. No problem, no, no Dropping problem. The, I appreciate the, coming, man. This was a good chat, good conversation. And yeah. Thank you, boss, man. Um, you know. <laughs> I tried. You definitely. Try. You're welcome. You yeah. got to come back, man. You're going to have to come back and chop it up with us. And, uh, definitely. Anytime, man. Anytime. I'm always here. And uh, like I said, man, you know what you got going on in your business? That's probably one of the more local businesses I admire the most. Thank you. Boss. And you know, even when I met you, you was doing doing it a certain kind of way. But to see over the last couple of years what you've done, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, beautiful. you know what? You know, when I think about it, when you met me, I was in my, I was in a small office down yeah. off off Kirkland. Kirkland. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, oh yeah, we look came at you. A, look at you. Came a long way. Do Money, money, money. We came a long ways. Yeah, just short look. period of time. Oh, very short period. period. Very short. Very, very short. short. Yeah, so and we got a lot of ways. You keep pushing, man. You keep thank doing you. your thing, man. And thank I, you. You know, yeah. you got eyes. We watching. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we working. We working. You That's know, we ain't up. gonna stop, man. It's nonstop. That's what's up, yeah. man. All right, boss, man. Thank you, man. No problem. I appreciate it.